0: To another episode of Game Till Five. My name is Steph and I am joined as always by my co-host Nikki. Hello Nikki. Hello there. How's it going? Yes,
1: I went full Obi-Wan Kenobi for my introduction There. Hello. Well <laughs> hello there. As soon as I said it, I was like Why 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 did I do that? Hello, um I'm I am good. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good.
0: Good. It feels like a standard answer at the moment, doesn't it? Good. Yes. Everyone's good. good but they're not really. But it's fine. We won't dwell on this. We won't we're dwell. We're not really on this.
1: okay, but we say we're okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, it's 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 all good, and uh, I I think that we are. We're both actually quite excited for today's episode. It's it's not falling exactly on Valentine's Day this episode, but we thought we'd do a little bit of a special one. So we're getting a little bit gushy, I guess you'd say
0: yeah i mean the month of february is well known as the month of love
1: i honestly still can't believe we're in february like no i still think we're in 2020 at at some point because i'm sort of like the fact that we're nearing march at all is insane like the fact that we've been it's been a year since march last year makes absolutely no sense to my brain
0: no not at all and then when you think about all the things you're like normally after a year you can say like well this happened and then you can reminisce about some things that happened in the year of nothing that happened it's quite difficult to do that
1: yeah and i I looked back at our, our episode last year in february um and we did top five video game couples i think um and to me that doesn't feel like that long ago so i was just like whoa all right, back we go again, but it's a little bit different this time.
0: Yeah, we're kind of mixing up. Love is still the theme, but instead of our, you know, our couples of people who already matched up, we're going with um, people that we would like to be matched up with. The yeah, people we're we would marry. marry them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we're going to snatch the characters from everyone else and marry them ourselves.
0: Snatch them all up, put them because in a basket.
1: what else is there to do this year? In twenty twenty one. Right, might and, as well get married. Marry video game characters that don't exist.
0: <laughs> Real love's not happening for anybody, so let's just make fake love.
1: Exactly. The best love. It's not the best love, I don't know what I'm talking about. Help me. You can never be disappointed by fake love. <laughs> that's it's it the best love. Fake love could never disappoint you. Oh, you're always right.
0: Exactly. There we go. So yeah, that's our that's our episode for today. Top five game characters we would
1: marry yes um for anyone that's not been here before as well if it's not obvious we're making a top five list of things in video games i know we normally do that at the beginning but i'm doing it right before we actually do our top fives
0: it's a good plan. I'm lost. I'm lost. Should...
1: I'm lost today. I don't know what's happening.
0: We've not had news. So Nikki doesn't know what to do quite a lot of the time no, which she doesn't know what to
1: do. We normally talk about how there is no news and we didn't do that today. So I was just like, <laughs> I'm just going to keep speaking and just speaking gobbledygook. And this is what's <laughs> happening. This is the intro to our episodes. It's just every week. This is just becoming more and more ridiculous.
0: It's difficult when nothing is happening. And it's like, it's well established now that there is no news to talk about. And we've talked about the fact that there is no news to talk about several times. And I think we were just like, you know what? People have had enough. They know that they're in the same boat, unless you live in somewhere like New Zealand, in which case you're having a whale of a time.
1: That's true, or Australia. Mm. God damn you, New Zealand and Australia. Let us live vicariously through you, please. (laughs) Give us news to tell the people. It may not be our news, but we just need news.
0: Oh, new segment, Australian slash, like Australasian news.
1: Alright, for right, next episode, I'm going to have Austra- Australia and New Zealand facts, random facts about what's happening in their country, uh, interesting, exciting things, even just the random people I find on the internet. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, at least then we'll have some news. So that- that's it, that's happening, that's a new segment. Can okay. we make our uh, our Nikki's News Time, like all um, Australian, like maybe get a didgeridoo in there?
0: Yes, done next episode i'm making that right well we've established what's going to happen in the next episode this episode however um as nikki started to describe um and then faded off uh we each week we talk do our top fives i have five and nikki has five and we don't talk about these top fives in between
1: so sometimes there are crossovers i don't know if there'll be crossovers this week but because we don't tend to have the same taste in people (laughs) no which i
0: think think is a good I think it's that's been great. a value to our friendship, um, yeah. <laughs> but if we do happen to love the same person or them, uh, that you you might hear Beedle. Oh,
1: the wonderful eligible Beedle.
0: Oh yeah, I should have. the
1: best bachelor. Yeah, that we know.
0: We haven't. I mean, I haven't included Beedle in my list. I assume he's he's off limits to
1: both of us. Yeah, he's too good for us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> We should probably start with this episode, you know. We should. All right, I'll play the top five. What are you buying? How about a game of lucky
1: hit? A three headed monkey! Oh, let's go! Right, so I think you go first this week, so I think I went first last week.
0: I think you're right. Alright then. So to kick off my top five of characters I would marry from video games, at number five we have Bonnie McFarlane from Red Dead Redemption.
1: Ooh, didn't expect that.
0: I know. I, um, I was struggling to think of one more person and suddenly... Bonnie came into my viewpoint again. So, Bonnie in Red Dead Redemption um, is she kind of owns a ranch, or her dad owns a ranch, but she basically runs the whole thing. She's a boss lady, is what she is. Um, And I picked her because I just think she was just quite a cool character and I think quite an undersold character. And um, Marsden, who's the main character in Red Dead Redemption, she looks after him when he gets injured, she takes him to the ranch, and that's how you kind of meet her. Um, and she's kind of getting him back on his feet after he has, like, a a bad run-in. So I think she's cool for doing that, you know. Um, And uh, Marston isn't really interested in her, so I decided that she was going to be mine. I was going to take her up on this one. Um, Yeah, she... obviously Marston brings a lot of issues with him. Like, he's currently... when you find him, he's against this gang. And I'll try not to too much of the story, but, um, you know, he brings a lot of shit to the ranch with him. It's not a chill time to have him on the ranch, but she's kind of cool with it. She's kind of just like, you know what, I'll still help you out. You can have a horse, you know, stuff might happen to the ranch, but that's okay because I'm still still going to be cool. And she shoots and rides horses. She's just a good old-fashioned cow cow lady, rancher
1: lady. I mean, those those things sound like very good points. I can't remember much about Bonnie McParlane. I She was in the first one, right? The first Red Dead Redemption and also the second one.
0: Uh, so I think she's only in number two. I think right. she might appear in number There's a very similar character in Red Dead Redemption 1. Oh, no, wait. Uh. I'm thinking of the wrong thing. I'm thinking of Red Dead. She's in Red Dead 1 only. I don't know if she's in Red Dead 2. She is in
1: two. 2. Oh, you on not 2. Of... Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. I got really confused and I think I was thinking of the first Red Dead, but the very first Red Dead game, not the Red Dead Redemption
1: games oh got ya got ya yeah, God, yeah. I yeah um because I, I played like a tiny 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 bit of red dead redemption 2 and i i'm kind of ashamed of myself that i didn't properly get into it i think i probably played about 40 minutes i think she is in it because i swear that that like john marston's in in two and it's all connected but i think i remember her from one i think i do but it's been a long time since i played that game but i remember always seeing her like character model and stuff and she always seemed like a real big badass
0: yeah she's a nice blonde lady um most of the time but yeah she's just quite a cool character but yeah i've not i've not played two i know quite a lot of people have struggled to finish two um in all honesty just because it's quite a long slow paced game um so i might find her in there um as far as i know i think she might get a mention but i don't know whether she's actually like in in it um it'd be nice if she has a cameo because i quite liked her in the first one she is she is i can confirm oh nice googling Always good, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else to say about Bonnie. It's like it's been a while, a really long time since I have played this game. Um, but then reading her name, you know, and doing this list, I kind of just it all came flooding back how much I enjoyed her as a character. And I was a little bit disappointed that Marston kind of returns to his wife. I mean, he's he was a noble man; he should return to his wife. But I I just kind of wanted them to get together because they seemed they seemed like a cool fit. But you know, if he doesn't want her, I'll take her.
1: <laughs> You'll take John's castoffs yeah that's fine All right there fair well I support the marriage Good oh I'm glad oh yeah okay that's a new thing
0: whether we all support this marriage would you
1: <laughs> would you come to this wedding yes. okay
0: that, that um, brings a new mechanic to the top five yeah just just for this episode alone I like it. um <laughs> I already got like one fact about her, that was specifically just about Bonnie, Um, and that is that she's named after the aunt of a former Rockstar San Diego designer, Rob Hansen, Um, and he renamed the ranch, he designed named it McFarlane's Ranch, and then he named the ranch's daughter, because technically the ranch is owned by Bonnie's dad, Um, but he named her Bonnie after after his aunt, before he resigned, so he basically was like, you're in my game and now I'm going to leave Rockstar, but you know, he left his impression there.
1: It was gonna impression. Oh. Apparently Bonnie McFarlane is also an American Canadian comedian.
0: Oh. Because
1: <laughs> I typed in Bonnie McFarlane and that's okay, but
0: well, Well I mean I don't know much about the comedian. Maybe I'll marry She's a very too. pretty
1: lady. I mean well, then, she's she seems very nice. I'm sure she's quite funny, so
0: Good to know. Maybe I'll have two wives
1: and they'll both be named <laughs> Bonnie McFarlane. <laughs> that's illegal.
0: Not unless I'm a Mormon
1: is it no it's a, yeah oh so you're gonna have to become a mormon to take two wives is that what you're saying
0: yeah
1: <laughs> okay name bonnie mcfarlane
0: both of which would be also women which is gay and against the mormon religion so just gonna break all the rules <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right well at least it's something to do in the pandemic there
0: you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah um that's my number five it's quite a short one but yeah cool. bonnie mcfarlane from redemption nice
1: so this with this list i really um i i had a tough time because we've done something similar to this uh, in our patreon that we had uh, rest in peace patreon um where we did our top five characters that we'd like to uh consummate with and uh <laughs> but i was like this is a different top five this is a top five of people that i would want to like marry like settle down with like this isn't just like a you know having a midnight dance having the midnight dance yeah exactly Um, but I have to admit like this this, my number five is probably the most questionable the rest of them I I think are good choices would make good partners in life this one is a bit of a risky one this one is Mm. a bit of a uh, I might end up getting left at the altar kind of one uh, or living a miserable life with I'm not sure but I love them, <laughs> so I picked them. <laughs> and there's always been something about this person. And, and I, I think my top five will probably, again, show my flaws of who I picked. But um, this person is uh, Sam, Samuel, Drake. Who is Nathan Drake's brother oh. from Uncharted?
0: Yeah, interesting that you've gone with Sam, and not Nathan himself.
1: Oh, so I have many reasons for this. When I when I first met Sam in Uncharted, I'm making it sound like this actually happened. <laughs> <laughs>
0: when I first met, when I first laid eyes on Sam, it was I was
1: like, oh. This guy is, like, you know, maybe not as (laughs) as attractive as Nathan and has a bit of a receding hairline. And, you know, I was like, mud, I don't know, like, maybe, you know, not exactly what I expected. But, I mean, he's voiced by Troy Baker, nonetheless. And uh, I just really liked him. I just thought he was really charismatic. And I know that he's a bad boy. We all this is obvious like so is Nathan in his own way and uh but there was something that just really intrigued me to him so um yeah sorry as I didn't mention it he is in um, Uncharted but he's only in Uncharted 4 A Thief's End and also Uncharted Lost Legacy which is like the little add-on to Uncharted it's his own game but it's it's like a, a bit of a DLC um he's a professional thief just like his brother Nathan Drake the protagonist of these games as yeah and he's he's the older brother and basically. I won't spoil it, but there's a reason why they haven't seen each other in a very long time. Um, some shit happened with Sam, you know, like he's not, he's never been down the, the straight and narrow, but him and Nathan like got given quite a bad hand in life and uh, you find this out a lot in like the kind of early days in Uncharted 4 where they kind of show you back into the past um but sam kind of had like a bad hand as well because he was the older brother he really had to help raise his brother they you know they didn't really have parents i think they were in an orphanage or something like that it's been a while since i've played it um but you know he really really cared for his brother and he did everything he could to kind of raise him it didn't obviously go well because he was a kid um and you know they they did go down this this really kind of this kind of dark path they didn't always end up in the right place but i do genuinely think sam has a really really good heart and i don't know what it is i just i really like him he has you know his his brother's like nathan's sarcasm and sense of humor and and everything like that i mean he he's quoted as to saying like in the game that he thinks he's the the funnier one yeah. um which i don't know i think they're both like equally as hilarious but um mm. good duo yeah, they they're a very good you. and the funny thing is as well is like one of my facts is the fact that um, obviously Nathan Drake is Nolan North and Sam is Troy Baker, and these two in my mind like they're like the dons of voice acting, right? Like male voice acting, but also they've always sounded quite similar. Sometimes I think, <laughs> and so having them come together was quite funny. And the thing is, then it's not the first one that they played brothers. I think I don't know what can't remember what came first. I think it must have been The Last of Us, but they were brothers in The Last of Us as oh, well. Yeah, I think So it was Joel and, what was his name in The Last I'm
0: of Us? I can't
1: remember his name. I know who you mean though. Joel and, and Guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to call him Guy. Joel Man. Uh, they've also worked together in Middle Earth, uh, in the Middle Earth games, and apparently 2018's God of War. I don't know, I haven't really played it, but...
0: Oh, interesting. Oh, um, and... yeah, I think I remember.
1: And I, th- I think, admittedly, though, I've, I've always preferred Troy Baker's husky voice to Nolan North. I love, I do love Nolan North. But, um, and so maybe, maybe that's why it leans me more towards him. But also, one of the reasons why I didn't pick Nathan is because I will always see Nathan as belonging to a particular lovely lady of the Uncharted series. And so yeah. in my mind, I was like, he belongs with her. Like, that's. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I'm with you. Whereas Sam's still kind of like this lone wolf. And he does, like... He sort of flirts with some people, like some women in the games and stuff. Like, you can kind of see him flirting with um, Nadine and Chloe and things in in Lost Legacy. And I don't know. I just just think that he's had a really hard life. And I just think that I love his (laughs) humour. I love the way he's kind of, like, coped with it and, like, with a lot of it with, like, humour. And I don't know. I just... I just think he's sweet and there's a time as well like where you know he he's sort of offered to basically like take take a bullet for for nathan and you can just tell like he is deep down like a really caring person he's damaged but he's caring um and he's voiced by Troy baker so i mean yeah
0: all all good points no I, I can kind of see where you're coming from on that you're right like nathan's very much taken um and it feels wrong and he feels like the more but they're definitely more damaged Bachelor. I think if I was going to go for any of the Bachelors in that game, I'd go with, like, Sully instead of Sam. But I, I like your... I like your style.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like I said, it's, I, I show all my flaws sometimes when I talk about stuff like this, because I'm basically just like... he. I, I think he's I think he's also a bit of a ladies' man, which is why I said that I'd probably get left at the altar.
0: Mm, yeah, I, I, he'd be a bit shifty. I don't know whether I would approve this marriage. I think I'd be... Ooh. I think I'd be tentative. I think I'd be worried for you. <laughs> I mean, I'd go, but okay.
1: Would I'd you have a, a bit... stern word with him at the uh, at the bar? Oh, I would definitely. Um, I don't really have any facts. I kind of like splurged my fact. The only other fact I've got was that apparently Sam was going to be originally voiced by Todd Stashwick, and uh, I don't know who Todd Stashwick is. I IMDb'd it before this episode, and I still don't know who he is. So, <laughs> poor Todd. But I'm glad Sam he wasn't. Would.
0: What a what a slap in the face.
1: I don't know you, Todd. But uh, I'm glad that you didn't voice Sam. I hope that you did other good stuff in life, though. Well wishes.
0: Good. Good recovery. <laughs> Poor man. That's it. Cry. That's my number five. I like it. No, it's good. It's a good number five. Um, yeah. Again, not sure if I'd approve, but if he did turn up, I'd be very happy, I think. That well, that, was, that was
1: my most questionable one, mm. so. Okay.
0: Oh, well, that's all right, then. Um, I have another questionable one that I think you're going to be like, what the hell? And I put this one in there. Um, And I'm going to preface this for early on, before you get to it, saying this is not about looks or attachment. So I've gone with Mario. (laughs) Now, (laughs) before you pass judgment, let me tell you all the reasons why I think judgment is being passed. Why I think this would work. All right. I think he's been pretty good to Marios because, I mean, think about the amount of times he's gone to rescue Peach. They're not even married. He just is a fan, you know. If you were in love and uh, you know, and you were going to get married to Mario, he would do a lot for you, you know. And if you ever did get kidnapped by Bowser, well, he'd be there. He'd be there for you. Um. <laughs> I <laughs> he'd put a lot of energy into it is what I think it, you know, is what would happen. Um and he goes on a lot of adventures. So I think if you ever needed space he just he'd disappear, you know, he'd be off. You'd be able to he get can. rid of him quite easily, he'd go down a pipe, you'd be like, Alright, I'll see you later. Get the get the kingdom to myself. Um he's got a, a brother who seems he seems very close with. So how many values are there, that's <laughs> nice he's also the poster boy for nintendo so he's definitely loaded there's many reasons the what only do you real think... downside is uh bowser might
1: kidnap you that's true what do you think about his addiction to mushrooms how are you gonna cope with that
0: mm, that's a good point i think as long as he'd share
1: you oh know. so you both use mushrooms together i see
0: i mean i think that would be the only way maybe that's it maybe he's not as safe as i thought maybe secretly he's a bad boy and then
1: you know, <laughs> get, me, a bad boy.
0: get me into some sort of addiction.
1: You heard it here first.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's many reasons why you'd marry Mario. I don't necessarily know whether it would be for love, but I think there's many reasons you, mm. could,
1: you could do it, you know? I, I worry, though. I worry that you'll get married and, you know whatever uh but he will never be able to get over his love for peach i worry about this
0: yeah so this 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 thought did cross my mind i think i thought about it in a way of like he he wants to marry you kind of thing it's it's more like peach is peach is finally gone with bowser because we all know that's definitely happening
1: that's true we 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 read that in a fan fiction it must be fact
0: yeah that's it it's gotta be it's canon now
1: so I think if, you know,
0: if Mario was completely free of that grip that Peach has over him, I think he'd make a pretty good good partner. But you're right, if if Peach was still in the question, it would be difficult, you know. Mm.
1: This is a very interesting one. I like that we're taking it to the point where it actually seems like that you are going to marry Mario. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay, okay. I will tell you now, just before, if we do have any facts, um, that I will nod my head and say, Alright, fine, marry Mario, but I will be having stern words with Mario and probably handing out some threats. Mm, I think that's I will fair. Probably threaten to shave off his moustache while he sleeps if he does anything to hurt you.
0: Oh, that's a that's a good one. I mean now I'm talking about this, I'm now secretly thinking maybe Luigi would have been the better pick, but you know, <laughs> the less famous one, but still Still involved. There's a lot to think about. I think with these. There's a, there's um, a lot
1: to think about. Yes. This is all yeah. we have to think about at the moment because there's nothing else to do. So you know, this is what our lives well. have become. We're just thinking about, you know, why we would marry these characters. In exactly. Apparently, real life.
0: Yeah, it's a great time. It's many, many thought, much thought went into this. Um, so my facts are, I've got weird. Ha- I've got weird facts because Mario is such a weird character in that sense. Um, he makes more playable appearances than any other character in video game history. Yes, he's very
1: popular. Very he is, popular.
0: you know, he's he's a busy man, very famous. <laughs> um, he apparently he's originally from Brooklyn, but now lives in the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh, okay, that that's not what I expected. <laughs> no, I read this on like the Wikipedia or the fan <laughs> site page, and I was like, no, he's not. And then I kind so of I looked have... into it a bit, and I was like, well, yeah, he kind of was. Like if you remember the old, the terrible, terrible, uh, film that there was.
1: You is know. that what it's based off of, the fact that, like... Because how do you get from Brooklyn to the Mushroom Kingdom? Is it, like, pipes subway?
0: <laughs> oh, pipes, so yeah, of course. Of yeah,
1: course no, it's pipes. just a
0: subway stop just outside Manhattan. <laughs> no, yeah, like it's, it goes through the pipes, and that's how you gets to the Mushroom Kingdom. Do you know, there probably,
1: apparently... is, there probably is somewhere that is dubbed as the Mushroom Kingdom in Brooklyn, but it's probably not oh, yeah. what we think it is.
0: No, that is where the... Mushroom addiction definitely started, I think, though.
1: And there's just some, there's just some guy in an alleyway, like, crouched down <laughs> in a, like, called Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Doing some questionable things.
0: Oh, my God. If I was a drug sales person, I would only sell mushrooms and I would call myself Mario.
1: Just get a big fat-off moustache.
0: Oh, it would be the life, wouldn't it? We digressed. Anyway, yes. Because of this, <laughs> apparently, apparently, Mario used to have a very low New York voice. Can you imagine?
1: Like a I always pitch. thought Mario was Italian.
0: I think he's New York Italian. I think that's uh, where it's come from. Hence
1: the Brooklyn just, side of things. I don't think that he sounds like he's New York Italian though. Like Especially when he no. makes those noises. Like he, he sounds like he's from Italy. He doesn't sound like... He's yeah. I'm not gonna do any accents right now, but it does. That's, that's just my perception.
0: No, I'm with you. I think apparently he used to, this. So it's kind of this is what he used to have. He used to have a low pitched New York voice, and he's now got this like slightly this higher hey, pitch more Italian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but oh, no, I can't. I can't do it. But gonna yes, get
1: some coffee with peach. <laughs> oh we broke
0: it go to mushroom kingdom. Yeah, that that happened.
1: <laughs> we're so we're so terrible at that, but uh, we go. anyway, yeah, I I that's, that's interesting. I to be honest with you, Mario has taken many forms, I think, a bit across many games, and I just don't think we quite know who he is. That's and so a- this marriage, I yeah, it's just all question marks for me, all question yeah. marks.
0: I, I knew this is, so this is the one that I was like, you're going to have the most questions about, and you're not going to be sure <laughs> about it. So that's fair, you've confirmed that. Oh, and one more fact that I forgot, which was my favourite fact, which was apparently he's had his hat since birth.
1: So many more questions. Mm.
0: So many more questions. Because how, Actually, how is it, how is it, it would have been quite small. Yeah. I'm also how, thinking it's grown with him. Is it fused to his head? Is it but sentient? we have him without his hat. Oh. Well, it is in the... If you've played Odyssey, it becomes sentient. That's true. Hmm. Who knows? There's many, many questions. So many questions. This entry has made me question the fact... We've never really spoken about Mario before.
1: Have we not? Yeah, we have. We've spoken about... We must have spoken about Mario. I
0: think not in a, not in a global sense. I think we've spoken about particular games and maybe him in old things but i don't i can't remember ever actually just really talking about mario because
1: he was a were guy <laughs> his <laughs> likes his loves what he likes to do yeah long walks on the
0: beach going down <laughs> some pipe holes smashing turtles uh,
1: the life of a plumber yeah yeah that's a uh, yeah that's number four cool interesting one hmm you know how i feel yeah um my number four is is a good entry, I think. Someone that is is a good egg. Um, my number four is Brigitte from Overwatch.
0: Oh, nice, interesting.
1: I love Brigitte. So anyone that hasn't played Overwatch, you get like lots of different, um, like you get tanks, DPS, healers, and there's all different variations. So they have like different things to do. It is a first person kind of. It's not an MMO, right? What What is Overwatch? It's a
0: first. It's a first. Uh, it's a first player shooter, but it is a yes. multiplayer. Like it's a multiplayer, like an online one. Yeah, it's
1: it's that. But anyway, she is a character within that. It didn't come out on release specifically. Came out sort of over time because they sort of release heroes every now and again, and um, and she's very very cool. She's sort of like a redheaded um lady she wears kind of like these overalls she has, I'm trying to like describe her from my mind she has like kind of like shield stuff on her, she's known as kind of being like someone that is very adept with like robotics mechanics, things like that she is the youngest daughter of Torbjorn and Ingrid Lingholm. so Brigitte is basically the daughter of one of the original characters from Overwatch called Torbjorn we love Torbjorn, we call him many names
0: Crab Man. Troubled John.
1: Troubled John, that's one of my favorites. Sometimes yeah. we he does just get the name Daddy at points. Mm. Um, he is he creates like a turret basically. And so that kind of shows why she has this kind of inclination between things like mechanics and, and, and making and making stuff like that. She's obviously kind of got it from her dad. But um, you know, she she was she also grew up with Reinhardt Wilhelm, who was Torbjörn's friend. I'm not too amazing at like Overwatch lore, but she basically became like his squire. She became Reinhardt's squire and, like, helped him a lot with, like, his armour because Reinhardt has, like, very big armour and things like that. Um, And so she kind of, like, takes up arms as well to defend the world and kind of be a part of, like, the whole Overwatch scene. She... Her personality, she's quite stubborn, something that she's gotten from her father. um, But she's also just very, very exceptional at, like, the mechanics. She's just very... She's very good at making stuff, crafting stuff. She's she's a crafter, which is something Mm. that I appreciate because I like to make stuff as well. Um... She apparently likes donuts, which is also a a, a nice thing. I like donuts. Yeah, um, she was apparently one of Torbjorn's first kids to show like this interest in mechanical engineering, and she spent a lot of time kind of learning how to do the crafting, and uh, she's really good at armor. She's again. You know, I like cosplay. I like making... I'm not very good at making armour. I'm trying. It's something that I'm learning. But yeah, she's meant to be really, really good at it. She's just cool. She has a cat as well. And she built a suit of armour for her cat. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, what's not to like
0: about that
1: one? All, all of these words I'm saying is just like forming the perfect woman. Um, and she's really cute. She's just very cute. She has really cool hair. I've always wanted to cosplay her just because I think she's fantastic. And she's also Swedish.
0: Mm, extra points for the Swedish.
1: I just think everything about Brigitte is just adorable and amazing and I love her. Yeah. She's so a very,
0: she's a very cool character. Um, she definitely seems like a very sweet Overwatch character. Um, and like you said, I like quite a lot of the, not like all the lore stuff, but it's, it's nice to see that kind of like thing with her and Reinhardt cause he's kind of like her godfather kind of yeah godfather
1: then she kind of like becomes his squire in a sense Mm,
0: yeah which is really sweet and i think they kind of like she kind of has that same character about her she's just quite like enthusiastic about stuff Mm. um and it just makes her quite quite endearing um she's very beautiful
1: makes beautiful things so and she swings a massive like mace around yes very smashy has a big shield yeah exactly smashy like I'm super smashy so really we make the perfect (laughs) pair um and I also like thing about Brigitte is I really love is the fact that you know you you do look at some Overwatch characters and they do look quite sexualized which is fine like some of them are very feminine like not all of them um it's very like feminine and like sexy and everything which is which is cool but I like that Brigitte kind of has a little bit more of like I don't want to know how to say it because I, I hate this term. I really hate this term because this is a term that I struggled to deal with growing up, which is like the tomboy kind of vibe. Like, she's not necessarily generically feminine or generically girly all the time. Like, she's, you know, she's in a, a garage making stuff out of mechanics and, you know, like in like dungaree type things. And and I think for me, like, I kind of resonate with that. I, I just appreciate the fact that she doesn't. Need to be sexual or feminine to be cool, you know. I look at her with all of her like awesome armor and her skins and stuff, and I'm just thinking like she's a badass without having any of that, and it doesn't matter because you don't always need that. And yeah, I think that's just what I just sorry this has gone super deep.
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm 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 with you though. She's one of the Overwatch characters. There's a couple in there like her and May. I always put together
1: because they're mm. kind of the
0: most. I want to say like most normalized bodies in terms of yeah. like like you said. They're oh, that not too. Yeah, overly fit and like slim in that sense and they're not overly fit as in like Zarya is very cool and it's very cool to see her body shape but she is way more bodybuilder kind of almost one extreme to the other if you know what I mean which tends to happen I think quite a lot with women bodies they either make them almost this overtly sexual one or very skinny or it's like overly muscular and built and kind of and that's the character trait whereas I kind of think uh, Brigitte just kind of sits in that camp of more normal. Like she's she's like she's more of...
1: curvy and has yeah. that kind of figure, but it's not actually being necessarily sexualized. Like it's not like in Monster Hunter we were saying about like the the big thighs the thigh. and the big like exposed yeah. thighs. Like Brigitte, the Brigitte like has kind of this this kind of curvy, more maybe realistic shape of a woman, but it's not being used as like a, a sexual thing necessarily. It's just her just being an armor and just being cool.
0: Yeah, it's not her thing anyway. Like, she's always covered up with so much stuff. Like, she wears a giant suit of armour. It's also nice that her armour isn't... uh, It's not, like, boob-plated. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of armour in a lot of games always... I mean, it's nice that they give room for the boob. But at the same time, it sometimes, like, overly... Overly shows it, if that makes sense. Like It's not practical. It it becomes
1: impractical after a while, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, you just get start to be like, all right, you've you've st- stopped trying. There, like, why? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I think I'm good. I think I would approve this. I think I would find this very cute. Um yeah. I don't think I'd have any bad words to say. I don't think I'd have to have a word with her. You know, to be honest, words. I think
1: I think we'd be together forever. Yeah,
0: I think so. And I would really <laughs> enjoy that wedding because I'd probably get to get drunk
1: with Trouble John. Yes, and there'd It'd be, be great cats time. and stuff, cats and donuts. Um, mm. I've got some facts. I've got some facts, which are nice. cool, cool. facts. Her favorite drink is beer, which um, I'm not a huge beer drinker, but um, I like it. Yeah. So that's good. That's fine. I beer is beer is fine. Um, apparently, both Brigitte and Matilda Smideus I don't know how to say her surname because it's a voice actor of Brigitte. Um, oh, I think was also Swedish, I can't quite remember they mm-hmm. both love cats, so both Gie and Matilda adore cats, which is amazing, um, and apparently Matilda mentioned this during BlizzCon 2008s interview that she absolutely loved seeing the fans' cats that posted to her on Twitter um, and things like that during conventions so everyone just basically started sending her pictures of cats which is amazing um, and another thing which I didn't notice until I started making this, is that um, uh, people have, have noted this, I don't, this isn't like obviously something that um, Blizzard have said but Brigitte's face resembles quite heavily that of the Elf Toriel from the Hobbit trilogy who is also someone that I'm in love with quite a similar Ooh. hairstyle with the red hair and the side tails and the pigtails. I was like fucking hell it is it is very very similar and I also have a massive crush on her and Vangeline Lily. so that makes sense
0: this works yeah this goes together I love,
1: I love the red hair um, mm. which I thought was really really cool and uh they've also noted that she does resemble and whether or not there's inspiration here or not Egret um, from Game of Thrones due to similar names and red hair so I don't know I think maybe those are just like shots in the dark but I just thought I'd mention them because I was like yes I, I see
0: yeah maybe they were kind of involved in when they were drawing drawing her up kind of thing someone had a couple yeah. of those references that work but yeah I'm with you she does she's cool I I'm like
1: starting her. to question why I didn't put her higher in my list <laughs> this is my perfect woman <laughs> we are a perfect match
0: well now i need to see who beat her
1: yeah anyway that's my number four
0: nice very cool okay so my number three again i'm not sure how you're gonna find this one but it's um bear with me so i've gone with uh, bella goth from the sims <laughs>
1: franchise you are just throwing it out there with these today i don't understand any of this all right
0: I mean, I'm going to prove my point again. So, Bella Goth is a pre-made Sim that's pretty synonymous with the Sim franchise. I'm pretty sure she's in almost every game. Um, normally, sometimes she's married to Mortimer. Mortimer Goth. That's where she gets her last name. However, I feel like, you know, you can always break up the Goth family. We've all done it. We've all gone in there and flirted with all of them and just smashed that family apart. Um, the the reason I think she's great is um, I think... For, primarily for that point, we've all married her before. You've been playing The Sims, you know. You've married Bella Goth at one
1: point, I think. You no, know I never did. Really? Did you go I with Mortimer? Um, it depends because I feel like in different Sims they look different. I remember Bella Goth in The Sims One and and Mortimer in The Sims One. They looked quite old. I often think that they were quite an old couple, and so I just never was really into them. But then then Bella got, Bella Goth got sexy. Right. Um, but I still don't think I married them. But they I have not to say I haven't been tempted.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, the the thing is, that was one of my points. She's got some money. They're pretty loaded, the um the Gov family. So I think, you know, that's a it's always a good starting point, especially in the Sims. That's what you're kind of after. Um but I think she's been through quite a lot. She does a lot more than I think you think she does. Like she's had quite a few jobs over the years in the Sims. She's been an actress. I think currently she's supposed to be a secret agent in The Sims 4. Uh, she's a painter and she plays the piano pretty much in all of these. Um, when you get her and you kind of see her stats, she's got a lot of these traits and creative stuff. She's quite creative. Um, you can train her up to basically be a professional painter pretty quickly, which I think is really cool. Um, she's also been abducted by aliens at one point in the series, and she seems fine with that. So I think she's more badass than we give her credit for. Okay,
1: that's quite cool. I'm, right. I'm, I'm getting you now. Yeah. I'm on, the, I'm on the same line.
0: The more I think the more I thought about her, more I was like, kind of thinking of of marriage things like have i married anyone in a video game before and i think between bella goth and mortimer mortimer always seemed like a bit of a sap if i'm honest
1: yeah i've never been a huge fan of mortimer
0: but bella bella seemed to know what it was what was going on she's quite sexy as well especially like you said in the in the more recent ones um she's always got that red dress on with the dark hair it's just she just looks quite nice most of the time you know she takes care of herself she does (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah she's i know she's an odd character um to pick really but i think in my theory it was like if i've got to get married married i'm gonna pick with someone i've kind of already tried so You've already
1: married yeah well yeah that makes sense
0: you know it kind of it kind of fits together and i feel like a lot of people will suddenly remember the the wondrousness of of miss miss Bellagolf. and you know if she's a sim it's quite easy to murder so
1: Wait, are you saying that you might murder her off? Maybe. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure how I feel about this marriage right now. After that,
0: <laughs> I have become a, a a black widow before playing The Sims, so maybe... it's true.
1: You did. You you were killing all of those partners off. Um, let me think about whether I would condone this marriage. No. I think after what you said about like the secret agent stuff and the aliens, I I see now why why she's a badass so i i would say yes but i would be looking on in a kind of like pensive gaze like hmm.
0: yeah i think that's fair um there's quite a lot of um things and actually one of my fact with her is that apparently in the sims 2 but only for the psp she claims when you talk to her that she never really loved mortimer she only married him for his money
1: oh well, that's fine then yeah fuck it
0: Right? So, one, you feel less bad about breaking them up. And two, I feel like you'd kind of become partners in crime. I feel like she'd have not the greatest influence on you. Like, I feel like she's got that kind of mean bad streak in her. But I think it'd be kind of fun for a while. So what you're
1: saying is, as much as I like a bad guy, you like a bad girl, it seems.
0: I think so. I think that's where I'm going with this. You know?
1: Okay. So you're both going to kill off Mortimer together, take all his money and run off into the sunset.
0: Yeah. That's it. That's our life.
1: Fuck it, yeah, do it.
0: Yeah, and you know that's that's how I've got to live. Sims got a <laughs> sim. Um, the only other fact I had for this was that in The Sims 3, um, her last name is actually Bachelor as opposed to Goth, and this they're is they're because bachelor. she is still a still classed as a child when you meet her in this in The Sims 3. She's not, she doesn't get married to Mortimer, they don't live together, so she's oh. not an adult. Which They're in there
1: before she meets Mortimer.
0: Right. I, And Sims 3 is my favourite, so I think this is where I've married her the most, is like I've had like a child that I've given birth to and then they've gotten married, if that makes sense, in The Sims. Yeah. Um, And I think we've spoken about her timeline before, when we've spoken about The Sims. I think we might um, have done. I won't rehash it, but yeah, she's got a very odd timeline, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens with her. She's just got a lot of all oh, the Sims. She's I think she's got the most depth. So mm-hmm. that was my that was my pick. That was my number three. An odd one, but nice. I'm, keeping them, I'm keeping them odd.
1: I like it. I like the fact that we never know. We never know what's coming.
0: Yeah, it's what I like to prove. chaos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my number three. Yeah. This is a bit of a weird one, and this, this goes back a long time for me. In fact, this goes back to probably the year that the game came out, which was like 2005, so I must have been about 15. Um, and this is a person from a game on an play, but it's a fantastic game, and I've mentioned it before. Um, this, now, number three, is Sky from the game Jade Empire.
0: Oh, yeah, you have mentioned this game a few times, but I like it.
1: Jade Empire was um, a Bioware game. It was one of the one of well one of the first Bioware games that was like a standalone story, as opposed to be being being based like off of Star Wars or or anything like that. Um, it the only way I can describe Jade Empire, was being a little bit Shenmue-ish in a Bioware world. Mm. If that makes sense, yeah. Um, so Sky is somebody who I always remembered from being in a video game that was like the a bit kind of like the perfect video game husband. He doesn't have the most perfect backstory. I mean, no man I ever tend to go for in games ever does. Um, He is a bit of a self-proclaimed wandering spirit. Um, He decided in his childhood that he didn't want to be shackled down to the laws of society and kind of just went where he pleased. Uh, he he was a nice. He is a friendly person. He is a nice person. He hasn't. He doesn't do like questionable things. But he did kind of like get into like petty robbery to make a living and uh, and stuff like that. So he wasn't perfect. But um, he, he's already been married because on his travels he met a woman who who lived the same way that he did and um and they just kind of you know they lived their life. But they decided to get married and they had a child. But unfortunately, the story becomes very very sad. Because his previous wife died in in childbirth, and his kid basically got captured by slavers, and he found his child murdered. Um, oh Jesus! And so when you meet Skye, he's kind of broken. Oh my God, why am I going after all the broken men? Um, oh dear. <laughs> he, I mean... You know, but he. It's been a it's been a while since that happened to him. Like it has been like quite a long time. Mm. Um, he's not a young young man, and he's kind of like, he's living his life, but you know, you can sense that you know he has he's been through hard times, but. He genuinely seems like a really, really good person and he helps you along the way. And he's, you know, he's integrated into the story. I can't 100 remember the story of Jade Empire. I don't think I played it since I was young, but I just, I've watched back videos and I just remembered that he just, it was a really nice romance that you could have with him. And he just seemed like a really nice person. And he was always very supportive. And the voice actor for Sky was, the only way I can describe it is, this is a voice that is in every video game or TV show actor that you ever heard. <laughs> right. He, his name... He's voiced by someone called Cam Clark. And, like, you hear his voice and you're just like... You just sound like somebody that's in everything. Yeah. Um, it, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily, like, a unique voice. But he just... It sounds like a very comforting voice. It's a very, like... Just a comforting, nice voice. And I will admit, like, a lot of my things when it comes to characters in video games is it all down to the voice like I love a good voice it makes the character and he just yeah it's just such a calming like honestly if you YouTube it like Sky Jade Empire you'd kind of like you'd get the kind of like calming (laughs) everything's fine now um yeah and I another reason why I think it was always Sky for me was because the whole this is this whole lovable rogue thing that's basically what he is he's a bit of a tortured lovable rogue and I think back then I was very, I mean, I still am. I love Han Solo. I always love mm-hmm. Han Solo. And yeah. I think he gives me Han Solo vibes.
0: Yeah, it's got that same, like you said, that roguish kind of
1: quality. Yeah. But also, like, you can really trust him. Like, although he's had a bit of a hard life, like, he doesn't seem like, he doesn't seem like a ladies' man, in my opinion. He just seems to be, yeah, he, he just, he just seems like a, a safe place. Does that make sense? That's a bit of a weird thing to say, but...
0: I don't know what you mean you to be like a damaged, damaged individual that's a bit of a rogue, but not not a
1: fuck boy. That's the best way to describe Sky, I think. Hmm. Yeah, okay. and I put him in there just you know to to pay fifteen year old Nikki some dues because, like, Fair. she she loved him and uh, and I I just thought I'd put it in. I just I just thought like you know out of someone from a past game that I played that I really adored. Um, that would be Sky. So as I said, I don't really have any facts. He was voiced by Cam Clark and was apparently the third highest paid voice actor in Jade Empire. Wow. And when I read that, I was like, hmm, this guy was in quite a lot. So who else was in this game? I cannot yeah. remember. And then I then I looked it up. And then I saw that, yes, this game had Nathan Thillian in it and John Cleese. So I was oh, like, well, wow. <laughs> third highest makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can see that you can see how they dropped yes. them.
1: I imagine John would probably be the highest uh, and hopefully maybe second and then perhaps it was Cam Clark after that. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I'd hope there's some women in there somewhere but it was 2005 so I would assume that maybe the pay gap was not good at that point. Yeah, fair. Obviously I hope it's much better now for voice actors. So a little, the only other fact I've got, which isn't really a fact to be honest, it's more just about Sky's personality, um, but there wasn't very many facts that I could find, was that um, Bioware's employee, Chris Priestley, reveals in the Jade Empire that Sky was originally up to about nine months before being in the game, was just a closed NPC not really much going on with him um he was quite suave and sexy but was just quite rotten at the core due to his past things like his death of his daughter and his wife and stuff and was on like a lust for revenge but in the end they decided to revisit him and they made him into like the lovable rogue that he is now um, which i'm really glad that they did because i think they made a really interesting character because Mm -hmm. it, it would be so easy just to create this this character which was just after like revenge you know their history had damaged them and they were a certain way but but Sky, I, th- I think is somebody that's been through a lot of shit but actually came out like alright on the other yeah. side Does that make sense
0: no that's always nice because it kind of it feels a little bit more human sometimes that they trauma doesn't turn people into these like crazy rage monsters yeah yeah revenge kind of machines like sometimes people can just get over it kind of
1: yeah you know they can mean? just like deal with it and cope yeah. with it and then move on like yeah Nice. so that sky as i said i just uh, i'm sure someone soon won't be as broken as the two men that i've picked so far the women are fine
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it's just you're, the men you're attracted to very not like safe safe women terrible men this is interesting I'm like, story yeah. of my life yeah fair <laughs> <laughs> anyway you're number two Okay, my number two. I think I'm going to be coming less strange now. Um, although I say this and then you're not, not
1: going to know why I've picked these people. <laughs>
0: um, my number two is Ignis Scientist from Final Fantasy fifteen.
1: Oh, that, that's not a surprise. I like this.
0: Okay, good. Um, I think overall, there's a lot of men in the Final Fantasy universe. You know, there's a, there's a lot of them around.
1: You can take your pick, yeah, there's a lot of them.
0: Yeah, but I think Ignis is the one that I would marry. Ignis is the one who feels probably the most, not normal, but like he's quite happy. There's a lot of broody, grumpy men in the Fine Fancy world, especially if we're taking things like Clouds and we're taking, you know, maybe a bit more cheeky like Zidane. Zidane's quite a close bond to my heart, but seems like a bit of a playboy kind of thing. Ignis Dane is such sorry I just
1: want to interrupt you Dane is (laughs) such a playboy and I didn't realise this until I started replaying Nine like he's fucking touching Garnet's butt all over the place
0: right he's the worst like I love those two together and he becomes very sweet but he's the biggest fuckboy out there of all the Final Fantasies yeah so even though these are my favourite characters Ignis Ignis is the, the nice one Ignis is the one that I would marry he cooks he cleans he protects you know, he, these are all great points. and he Perfect, does this man. Exactly. And he does this for all just some prince that he's employed technically to look after. Like, yes, okay, he likes Noctis, but he is technically employed to do all of this stuff for him. Think how good of a house husband he would make if he was just at home fighting monsters for you every so often. I mean, he doesn't have to stay at home, but he would be great at it.
1: <laughs> he can do both. That's the great thing about him. He can do both.
0: I think that's it. I think that's why he's quite attractive because he does have this slightly more sensitive side that it's probably not really used to seeing in some of the Final Fantasy characters which makes him feel like he's got a little bit more depth Mm -hmm. than like we were just saying where it's this this kind of broody damaged person. And I think when you compare him to the other kind of bros in Final Fantasy fifteen, if you've played it you kind of get this kind of group of bros that kind of all hang out. And obviously Noctis is kind of the traditional more broody one. Uh, GLaDOS is... And GLaDOS? I always call him GLaDOS and I don't mean to. Is it GLaDOS? Oh, I
1: always struggle with his name. Is it GLaDiOS? GLaDiOS. Gladios Gla- that's Glad- it. Glad- I think
0: it's Gladios. Okay. or something. GLaDiOS. Um, he's, I don't know, the traditional kind of bar- like very aggressive, big, strong, overly manly sometimes I think. And then you've got almost... Um, oh, who's the fourth one? I can't even remember any of these names now. I've just completely forgotten.
1: <laughs> They've all been taken over by Ignis. I'm just like, oh, but, so you have So you've got Ignis, Noctis, Gladius, and the annoying one with the camera. Prom, prompto? Yeah. Prompto.
0: That's the one. Yeah, exactly. He's the annoying one with the camera. He's like the tiny little brother that you just have around with you. And out of all of them, you're going to marry Ignis. Ignis is always coming up with new recipes. I mean, he's always constantly striving for better recipes. He first hands you toast. And then by the end of the game he's doing like three course meals out of a campsite which i think is um pretty pretty impressive um i think after all of this as well like his his story throughout the game and i really want to play his extra chapter i've not played any dlc's for um final fantasy 15 but i know there are some and they kind of each explore the bros kind of more Mm -hmm. intensely other than just Noctis. and i think his is supposed to be really interesting um, because he's quite an interesting character like I, without giving too much away about what kind of goes on with him he has quite a, like a journey through the whole time of playing Final Fantasy 15, and I think he takes it all very well and with a lot of grace um, and I think it just kind of shows you the testament of like his very nice mild managedness but I think he's also a little bit badass in the sense of he can beat up monsters and do it while also thinking up recipes yeah you know, it's just great
1: he, he is perfect. I do, I do love Ignis. I think that Ignis is just a really great character and a really different character. As you said, he's not necessarily someone like Gladius who has like this kind of brute force appearance. Yeah, like I do love Gladius and I think that I'd have a hard time picking who to marry out those guys. But Ignis has this, this really nice caring side about him like he'll, he'll kick your ass but He'll also be able to cook you dinner after as well, and I just think that just sounds lovely.
0: Right, it does. <laughs> it sounds like a really nice time. You could go on an adventure and go camping, and you'd have a great dinner. I mean, it's what's not to like? Yeah, yeah. Um, his both his voice actor in uh like the English one Adam Crossadell, and yes. his uh, and his Japanese um, voice actor actually um Maru Mio no Miano. I can't say it. I'm sorry. Um, they're both very attractive men as well. Um, i
1: love adam Croster. he i follow him on instagram and he is just yeah he's the best and a fucking excellent voice
0: yeah it is a really good voice it's really like it's got that nice british like
1: twang know.
0: yeah it's got like a nice twang. tone to it you're yeah. right twang is good it reminds me a bit of like the old kind of the old 90s rom-com leads mm-hmm I'm forgetting names today, left, right and centre, but I'm thinking of like one particular one and I can't think of his name. Mickey Blue Eyes and in... He's a very famous... Why can I not remember his name? What's wrong with me today? Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Grant. <laughs> it's that kind of toad. Why would I forget yeah. Hugh Grant's name? I love Hugh Grant. I yeah, forget it's, Hugh Grant? I'm so sorry. I couldn't... I mean, i never forget Hugh Grant. I just forgot his name for a second. I just got lost in thinking about his face. Um, Facts. I've only really got one... Fact, and that is apparently his. He did used to have a middle name which was um, Stupo, Stupo. It's like Latin, basically, his whole name is made up of Latin words, so it's Ignis, Stupio, Scienta. Um mm. And all of those mean so Ignis means fire in Latin, uh, Stupio means stun, and um, I think or amaze. And I think Scienta there's the Latin word for knowledge, so his basic name when put together is I stun with fiery knowledge. If you put oh, it into no, a sentence. Boy. Which is an amazing... And he does. He constantly stuns us with fiery... He's also a stunner. Right. All of the good things. And he wears glasses. It's not very often we get fantasy characters that wear glasses. It's
1: true. And he has great fashion.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's very well dressed for someone who needs to go beating monsters.
1: So There's that would be... Like... It would be a very fashionable wedding, I think. Mm. Yeah, would you approve of, of this wedding? A hundred percent. And I would definitely be going after the best men. Yeah, fair. Good. Good wedding all round.
0: Um, yeah, that's my number two is Ignis. Um, yeah, I just really enjoy him as a character. Nice. Okay.
1: number two. My number two is not not a bad pick, I think, this time around. So uh, I think we're getting a bit more normal as we go on. Um, my number two is uh, a fantastic, a fantastic woman. Uh, I have discovered my love... For her in the most recent game, which is Ellie from The Last of Us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I figured we were gonna have Ellie in here somewhere. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but like in in The Last of Us too, I just. I just, I don't know how to describe (laughs) it. I I love her in many ways. Um, So she's the focal character in The Last of Us franchise. Um, She's in The Last of Us 1, and she's the playable protagonist in The Last of Us 2. She's also in The Last of Us Left Behind, which is like a a DLC. Um, She is... A, I think she's 19 in the, or maybe a little bit older. I I'm not actually 100% sure in the in the latest one, but she's very like mature beyond her years, um, mm. which is an obvious result of her circumstances. Um, she was born sometime between like, well they say 2018, 2019, which confuses me because. I can't quite remember when the game was set, but I don't think that's necessarily correct. So, fuck's sake, Wikipedia. Um, but she grew up in a like quite horrible time where the Cordyceps virus was kind of like going through, and you basically got zombies—a lot, a lot of zombies. That and sounds... she grew up. She grew up in that time, um, in an oppressive military quarantine zone in Boston, Massachusetts. She didn't know much of the world beforehand, but she had to cope in this like horrendous world, and. Uh, and I, I, obviously I'm, I'm not going to tell you the plot to Last of Us and I'm not going to tell you the plot to Last of Us 2. But she is a character that has been through so much and her story is, it's incredible, it really is. And I think Last of Us 2 is one of my favourite games of all time, um, as well as Last of Us, the original, obviously. They're both like up there, but Last of Us 2, like, just... I, I don't know what everyone was talking about with their fucking bad reviews of Last of Us 2, honestly. It was fantastic. Um, and, you know, you, you, you basically see her grow up into this woman and this amazing woman and she has, like, relationships and stuff like that and you kind of really get to know her. And I, I don't know, I just, it's yes, it's a crush, but also I just really respect her and admire her and I think that she has has done well. And I think that the way that she has dealt with her emotions, especially in Last of Us 2, and dealt with the stuff that's happened with her really is a testament to, to who she is and... I would just, yeah, we'd marry and we'd get a little house somewhere and live happily ever after.
0: It sounds lovely. Um, I've just Googled, apparently the last us, the written one sets in 2033.
1: Oh, so she was born in like 2008, 2019 then, I guess. Yeah,
0: and then the, I think number two sets in
1: 2038. So, maybe she's 19? I don't know. Yeah. She's an adult, basically. Yeah, she's definitely <laughs>
0: grown up. I mean, I'm glad that you've, you're marrying the grown up version and you're like child marrying
1: yes i well that's the thing that's why it it is weird like because you know i I, always sort of seeing her as this kind of well i mean she was like she was like a young teenager in the other ones um but i like i said i I think it's being able to watch that progression and then meeting her as an adult and and to be honest with you i think one of my reasons i love her so much as well is because she is also basically ashley johnson and i really like ashley johnson um ashley johnson is is Awesome, um but yeah, I, I just think, as I said, like meeting her as an adult, you know, it just made me feel things, and uh, <laughs> and now I want her to be my wife.
0: That's fair. I I would agree. I Ellie's like such a because I've not played number two, so I feel like I haven't seen her like this yet. um mm-hmm. But I'm excited to kind of see because I know how much you enjoy her as a character, and I can't get this more kind of like teenagey like she's she's great and she's badass but she's a little bit bratty and stuff in that yeah kind def- of love that i think for it.
1: I think she she grows out of that for sure
0: yeah she seems like she kind of gains a little bit more confidence a little bit more of the stuff in this in the second one so I'm very excited to play it but um yeah interesting choice in in marriage but you're right it's kind mm-hmm. of more a circumstance than anything and she still seems like a kind of nice human even though she murders a lot but you know you've got to in in the way that she lives you've got you've got to be ready to stab
1: well, that's it. That's the precedent of most of the games is, you know, they're always making you question who's the bad guy, who's the good guy. And the truth is, in an apocalyptic world like that, no one's really a good guy or a bad guy. Everyone's just trying to survive. And um, yeah, and especially like her relationship with Joel and stuff, even like as an adult, um, and, like growing up and stuff. She's just, yeah, it's, it's it's a lot. I, I, as I said, it's really hard to, to not give spoilers, but mm. um, I know some people prefer... From Last of Us Two, obviously I'm not gonna give any spoilers, but I know some people like Abby. Some people mm. are like really in love with her, and I know some people are really in love with um another character that Ellie is kind of like has connections with. Um but for now it's Ellie all the way for me. Ellie all the way. Yeah,
0: nice. I don't know whether I um, approve this marriage,
1: but why? I do. I think
0: well it's a weird one, I think, because it's like I feel like I kind of do, but also I need to I need to see her what how she is.
1: You I don't have a good meet, grasp. Yeah, this yeah, is my you, thing. It's more about I don't Ellie know. In yeah. Too. Yeah, exactly. Need and then you can too. text me and be like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, later,
1: day. I don't really have any facts because we've spoken about Ellie a lot in mm. uh, in our top fives. Yes, it was probably younger we were talking about, but um, I, I just didn't really have anything the only fact I could find was that which is a really random fact was that apparently Ellie has a habit of rubbing her nose and bringing her hands together um, especially in like situations that um, is imp- we think is implying towards like a nervous tick so Cute. I just thought that was interesting that she has a bit yeah. of a nervous thing there. she does I think you see it a lot in, in number two that she, she definitely has this kind of like which is fair like I do a lot of like weird nervous things so I think most people do weird nervous things with themselves when they're like stressed yeah
0: um, definitely
1: that's it that's a that's a really shit fact but yeah i, I said so we there's a lot we've spoken a lot about ellie before so. yeah definitely
0: yeah that makes sense yeah. nice all right well that's number twos um so i'm gonna hold my hands up and say i don't really have any honorable mentions do you
1: i have quite a few okay oh, really? well, <laughs> <laughs> <go first>, <laughs>
0: um no that's what i mean i don't really have any i think off the top of my head um i think about um and i can never remember her name but she's the uh, main uh, Gerudo lady in uh, Breath of the Wild.
1: Oh yeah, she was in your list of people to do the midnight yeah, dance with.
0: Exactly. I think she's a little bit less marrying material because I think you know the way of the Gerudo can be a little bit harsh sometimes. Uh, she seems too involved. You know, she's got a lot on with her people, so mm-hmm. I think that's why I didn't include her on the list. But I, I love her. Um, okay. she's a beautiful sexy woman and also we were talking I was reading some stuff about the um, the giant fairy ladies in uh, Breath of the Wild and how sometimes it would be cool everyone's going crazy about the Resident Evil lady that should come out and how big they she are, is Yeah. so you know until we meet her maybe we'll like her but the Breath of the Wild fairy ladies are even bigger so I feel like maybe there's some people who might like that I love That's a big Mary. lady yeah I love a big strong lady <laughs> So that, you
1: don't have any more honorable
0: mentions than that? No, not really. Like, other than people I think that I've mentioned on those kind of lists, like Geralt and Kratos in God of the Ward, like, 2018. But, again, still, I'm not sure if I'd marry them. So, yeah. Okay. I don't have
1: that many. I have I have quite a few. All right. So I'm going to say now that on my top honorable mention is somebody that you might have thought I was going to have as my number one, which I haven't, and I have a reason for that, which is Alistair from Dragon Age. And I love Alistair. He's one of my favourite people yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, and I would die for him, but I don't know if I want to marry him, and that's mostly just because I feel like he's got a lot of baggage. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's like basically. Actually, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm but I know what you it. mean.
0: I know what you mean. There is a lot yeah. going on with with. Alistair. And I just,
1: I thought, you know what, I'm going to take him out of this list just for that reason. Sorry, Alistair. Um, my other mention is Miranda from Mass Effect. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't make the list because I just think that mentioned her a lot before but I do love Miranda from Aspect. Um George Stobart, I would marry marry that man. Oh
0: yeah you do love George Stobart. Because
1: I'd love to go on adventures with George Stobart but also he does give me like kind of weird vibes sometimes in the sense that he's he acts like a 50 year old man sometimes so I'm like yeah. maybe not. Um, <laughs> Nathan Drake, I did put one on a little bit when I mentioned because I was like I still do love him despite the fact that I think that he is Alanis. Um Chloe Frazier, from Uncharted, more nice. so Lost yeah. Legacy, we get to learn a lot about her, I love her, she's a bit troubled, so, didn't make the list, Yeah. Uh, Carlos Olivia, I can never say his name, Carlos Olivia, Olivier from Resident Evil 3,
0: nice, interesting,
1: primarily the remake, because, just, just putting him in there, just for the hair, and yeah. the way that he is, I love, I love him, he's a very, very cool man, um, and also Geralt, I put in, put Geralt, love mm-hmm. Geralt. Yeah. Tifa from Final Fantasy. And uh, another Resident Evil pick, that is Leon. I do love Leon. So those people just didn't make the cut, but I just wanted to mention them.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You've made me think of some from that, which was like Sully from Uncharted. I think yes. of all the Uncharted yeah. men, that's the one I'd pick. And yeah. um because you were talking about George Stobar, I actually thought of Guybrush. But he's married to Elaine and they're just they just work, so, it, so I can yeah. break them up,
1: you know. Alright, what's your number one?
0: So my number one i think it's going to be a fairly obvious one and i won't talk about him loads because i've spoken about him many 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 times before
1: oh i know okay do you yeah. want me to say it for you <laughs> yeah go for it you know who is it garris is. of course
0: it's garris okay yeah <laughs> i was gonna marry anybody i'd marry garris and i know he's an alien um so he almost went to lo- like lower down the list because he's an alien because i feel like maybe they're not me. but then i thought you know what in the mass effect world it doesn't matter and i'm okay with that um <laughs> he's just one of my favorite characters and i think because i've already like done the romance with him and shepherd i feel like i have a good sense of what it would be like um to be with garris so he he would protect you and i think that's a lovely lovely thing um he's technically a cop so he's got kind of this good i think he's he's got a very good sense of of justice and he's very loyal um and he can be kind of this amusing but very straight-faced person. Um, There's just a lot about Garrus' character in general that I like and we've spoken about a lot before but I think in general with him he's just he's got a lot of good qualities and not a lot of bad. Like he's got a couple Mm. of little bits where he's been a bit damaged by some stuff in the past and he can be a little bit jaded but he comes round quite quickly to that and it's mostly about like some authority like he doesn't particularly like C-Sec which is the kind of cop um Second, that he works for on the citadel he comes a bit jaded towards them um, so he's kind of that cool rogue cop-esque thing that's kind of cool. I think another thing. is a cool guy. He's this cool guy. I know I can't really think about it other than he's cool <laughs> and I like him no I think I think as well for Garris, he he's kind of quite high up in the Turians so Turian is the alien type that he is and within Mass Effect they kind of have their own like rankings and he's basically the Turian or he could have been the Turian Spectre which is like the highest rank kind of Turian you can get around like commanders and stuff in space and so for that reason I think he ends up kind of being on your same level when you play as Shepard and he has those kind of skills and stuff which I think is really cool that he's not just this kind of follower around he's just as
1: capable his own man
0: yeah exactly he's just (laughs) his own person he's got a lot going on he's running you know he's running all kinds of businesses while you're not around he gets on with stuff he's not just i think he's not just a super puppy for um for shepherd most of the time like he's got his own stuff going on um and he's more of a friend most of the time which is cool so you get that kind of nice feeling that you know you can talk to him without the stuff and it's not just like oh i just want to bang you you know I feel like that happens a lot and sometimes in Mass Effect where it's just all about the banging.
1: It's all about the bang. It's all about the banging.
0: (laughs) But he's very loyal and he has one of the best voice actors of Brandon Keener. I just love that voice. So if I could marry that voice, I would. I've said it many times before. I'll say it again. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really want to... I didn't really have much to say about Garrus because I've spoken about him so many times before and I'm so sorry that, again, he is number one in one of my lists I think but we, we were, were talking weird. about worry. <laughs> we were talking about people we marry and I was like I can't mention anybody else like nobody else can have this top spot I'm sorry but no, no, I'm no. very excited to get the remake of
1: the trilogy and yes, experience our
0: love in HD
1: <laughs> all over again
0: yeah
1: awesome.
0: I mean I know how you feel about Garrus in general and my love for Garrus um,
1: I, yeah I, I would condone it yeah
0: just you can't not out.
1: condone this marriage. Hmm. <laughs> it's it's good. I'm, I'm happy good. with
0: that. Alright, cool. Um, Some facts. Um, I tried to find some facts that I hadn't said before about Garrus. Um, I found a couple. Um, One which we kind of already know was just that he wasn't going to be a romance option at all. But due to fan favourites, they put him in in the second one, which I found really cool. Uh, he apparently, according to the writer, is about two to three years younger than Shepard. I see. Always seems older, but wow. apparently he's slightly yeah, really younger.
1: Probably the the skin. Mm, yeah,
0: it's difficult to tell when there's not really skin there. It's more like scaly weirdness. And um, he par- he's never seen without his vi- visor in any scenes, mm. even romance scenes. Even when you're romance, he's still got that visor on. He does not take it off. What it yeah. contains, nobody knows. But he will never take the visor off,
1: even during
0: the sexy time. Even during sexy times, he needs to see whatever it is in whatever extra power that visor gives him. um, It's a bit of a, a weird couple of facts, but that was all I could kind of find that I hadn't spoken about before. So yeah, my number one is Garrus, and I don't regret it.
1: All right. I really want to know who you think that i picked for my number one.
0: I don't know, actually, because you've kind of thrown out a bunch of names that I normally would have picked for you. The only person I think that you haven't mentioned that I would expect you to marry is maybe Handsome Jack.
1: Ah. Yeah, he's, he's maybe a bit too bad for me. Mm. So, it's funny. It's funny that we speak of Mass Effect. Oh, because God. You're going to marry I,
0: like,
1: No. Speaking of puppies for Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Mad believe Mayan, you've done this. Caden Alenko. Ugh. Well, I just... If back off a second, right? Let me let me pitch this. <laughs> All right. So, I took Alistair out of this list. Because Alistair has spoken about loads. And we know I love Alistair. Okay. And I always, I always pushed Caden out of the way so I could speak about Alistair. But I fucking love Caden. And let me tell you why. So Caden <laughs> is in Mass Effect, similar to Garrus. Um, he's a human sentinel and he's a Systems Alliance Marine. And you meet him like initially in the first game and he's serving on the Normandy. And he's an initial member of your squad. And, you know, he's been through a lot. Like, he's gone through, like, severe neurological damage from being, like, having, like, the L2 implants. Um, and I just think their relationship is cute because from the beginning, you can kind of see that he develops a crush on Shepard from the very get-go. And it's really dorky and it's really cute. And he makes lots of, like, little slip-ups and stuff and that kind of, like, incites that how he, like, feels about her and things. And it, to me, it just seems, like, quite realistic of, like, that kind of... Um, guy crushing like i don't know or like anyone crushing on anyone just the sort of like the cute slip ups the kind of like awkward flirting and i just i just appreciate that and i know that he becomes a little bit of a puppy but it's cute and i just think that there's something really genuine about Caden i know people think he's a bit of a wet blanket but i just think he's a sweetheart yeah um i'm gonna talk about the breakup And this is another cool thing, I think, about Mass Effect, is the fact that you basically have a breakup. Because in what other game do you have, like, an entire uh, game in the trilogy of, like, having a breakup? Like, I love that drama. That's fucking cool. I didn't like breaking up with Caden. But the fact that there is that drama there, I think that's what really kind of, like, made me really interested in this whole thing. Because I was, like, in, you know, Mass Effect 2... Can't remember like fully. I'm not going to be able to describe this plot very well. But you're basically presumed dead. You go missing. You get taken up by a questionable, um, like network agency uh, called Cerberus. And uh, basically, like you eventually bump into Caden, and he's like, "Fuck, you're alive. I thought you were dead." And he kind of sees you working with this this questionable organization, which is a kind of betrayal of what he stands for, because he is quite like he does like to be on the sort of good side he's got he's, he's got very good intentions and so he he just gets he gets quite upset and you get you get like a shitty email from him yeah <laughs> and you just feel all these emotions like but thing is i wasn't feeling like oh fuck you cade and i was thinking like man like i just we need to you know i don't know i, I wanted to get them back together i just felt like i don't know it's, it's so hard to explain but i've never been so invested in a relationship in my life um yeah and I know that you took that differently, I think, because you, you romanced Caden once, right?
0: Yes, I did. So the first time playthrough, I romanced Caden and then playing the second one, as you say, you go through this breakup and you're right. It is it is an incredible thing to have in a game where it's like from one game, you kind of solidify this thing and there's like, there's kind of, there's, there is a little bit of a betrayal there that I took from it. Like, yes, okay, mm. there, it felt bad. But yeah, that email is just so shitty. And you kind of get this feeling where you're like, yeah, I think either you go one way, either you want to fix it, or you do what I go, and you go, well, fuck you then. Like, I was, you know, I've been through all of this stuff, I didn't choose to be brought back to life, you know, by these people, and I'm now kind of in debt. There's a lot to it. And I think there is that kind of thing where it's like, it's a, it's not like an obvious like, betrayal or ba- breakup, you know what I mean, where you're kind of romancing someone and then they stab mm. you in the back in a very dramatic fashion it is that very black and white like oh you kind of did something wrong but also he kind of did something wrong it's that you know what
1: i mean yeah you what i think what it was is i remember i remember it so well because clearly this means so much (laughs) to me i remember getting to fucking horizon and i remember being like oh my god caden's here i've not seen him in like two years because like you know i've basically been dead and uh and i was excited and i was oh my god and then you see him you're like oh my god it's caden and then he's he's like he's like ew you yeah. know you're not you're not ex- you're not ex- you you expect this lovely fucking you know uh, what do you call it where you come together reunion, like you like again you're like you think he's going to be so excited to
0: see you cuz you were dead and now you're not dead like yeah. surely he's going like- to be happy
1: <gasps> And he's a end. Yeah. And then obviously, like, the email you get... I, to be honest, I think the email was, like, a little bit of an apology and he explains himself, but it still annoyed me because you don't get back together, I don't think, until three. Or potentially the end of two. I can't remember, but you don't get back together for a while. And so you're left stirring on this. And you're just thinking, like, what the fuck, man? And, you know, I think the whole getting back together scene, you know, for me was just, like... It's like watching a movie where the, the people that you want to be together get together again. And I just... I think... There's something about Caden and it's the voice actor as well. It's just like you say with Garris. I love um the voice actor. I think it's Raphael Sabage. Let me just fact check myself. Um Yeah, Raphael Sabage. Like he he has an incredible voice and he's I've loved any of the characters that he's done as well. And yeah. it's just kind of like this husky <laughs> voice and it's just so good. And um, yeah, I, I will always love Caden. I, I think the thing is with Caden as well, differentiates difference him from different characters I love is that he generally he's not really the bad boy. He's not. Everyone says no. that he's a wet blanket, he's a bit of a puppy, but I love him. And that's all I'm going to say.
0: No, that's fair. I do know your, your love for Caden. I can't believe I didn't, didn't pick up on the, the fact of our two Mass Effect men. And yes, I did romance him so I do have a good idea of what he was like. And I did like him in the first one. Um, but I think just not as much as I end up liking Garris, and I think yeah, that I took that whole thing in the second one very differently. And the then I think I, like, you, you
1: you and Garris are made for each other, whereas Caden I think was just a bit of a fling.
0: <laughs> yeah, I see it. But yeah, I think it's a it's a good choice for you. I think I'd be okay with it. I think because he is such a like a safe creature, I think I'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, this is fine. So safe. Know. I'm, I'm um, not gonna
1: yeah as long as you're not working for any weird organizations he doesn't like yeah
0: exactly this is what would
1: happen but um obviously speaking of like the remastered the legacy or whatever it's called coming out soon i am so excited and i'm going to be romancing all over again and honestly it's the same thing you said like i'm not going for anyone else he's the man for me i might go for someone in two because obviously i've got free roam basically um i've always done thane i always like from my very first playthrough when the game came out i went for thane um, but I might go for someone else's time because Thane okay. kind of annoys me, so. Yeah, I
0: think I agree with you after
1: all. Um, can't romance Miranda, so <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> go somewhere else, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I'm so excited to relive it all and do it all again and, um, the graphics and stuff look so cool for like all of the, like even just like little touch up to the face, it kind of gives this new life to the game and I'm really excited for that. Um, I got some facts, and that's just that Caden's face is modelled after model Luciano Costa, who is a very handsome man. Nice. Um. Apparently, as well, this is a big thing that's been coming out lately with the the remasters and stuff. Is that apparently, so you can't romance Caden in the first game as a male shepherd, despite the fact that you could actually find all of the lines that Mark Meer voiced for the Caden romance. Um for the male shepherd oh, so okay. there was there was workarounds for people actually being able to do that so it's possible to like use packs or whatever it is to to get those dialogue options um they did make it a thing in three as far as i remember you can have a male shepherd romance kaden but i feel i feel sorry that you 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 know the male shepherd couldn't do that in the first one because i do think that that kind of takes away from being able to have that whole Caden Caden journey and i don't think that they've Changed it for the remaster, which I think is silly. Like, if you've got the mm. voice lines, change it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how you could do that, but like, I feel like that should be something that should be done. Um. Yeah, and actually, that's that's all of my facts. That's all of my facts. But whether or not they do that in the in the remaster, I'm not hundred percent sure yet. But yeah. yeah, it's it's just Caden, Caden for life.
0: That's fair, but I mean, I'm I'm happy that we've ended up with our two Mass Effect men. This has made me yeah. happy. I know. I'm sure it was quite predictable for listeners, but it's fine. It's our Probably. choice. It's our
1: list. You make your own. Yeah, you make it your own and then you come into our Discord. And let us know yours because I'm trying to revamp that at the moment. So if you want to join our Discord, if you go to dot 5com and then press on the little Discord icon and join our Discord and let us know. I'm trying to make the place look a little bit better. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, we're trying to be more active in there, especially me, because I'm terrible at checking any of it. As Lucy said, if you want to check out anything else we have, you can just go to gamechannel5.com.
1: Yes, Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and anywhere else. And uh, you can also find our Twitch probably somewhere on there, maybe? Yeah, I think the Twitches are on there. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, come and chat to us on Discord. If you'd also like to give us a review, that would be fantastic, whether on Apple Podcasts or Podchase or anything like that. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah, they help a lot.
0: Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed our episode on marriage.
1: Yes. Now we are going to um, continue living our normal lives not being married to these characters, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, until the mass effect remakes come out and then we can disappear oh
1: yes then we will definitely be marrying our number ones all over again it's gonna be a beautiful celebration i'm gonna post pictures (laughs) awesome well thanks for joining everyone
0: yeah good night good night
1: i love that we say good night even though it's not night